You know, you are, as a business owner and a founder, you're in a really unique position to be able to make those really bold calls and and take some of those risks and, um, you know, leaning into that is just so important, especially in the early days when the stakes are not as high. Hey, welcome to the Lady Brains podcast. We're your hosts, Caitlin Judd and Anna McKenzie, co-founders of Lady Brains, a digital and IRL club for female founders and founders-to-be. If you're smart, savvy, and ambitious, then Lady Brain, you are in the right place. Get ready for a dose of inspo, hard-hitting truths, and actionable insights. Strap in. So on today's chat episode, we are talking about the five things to be aware of when starting a business. What we've learned, what we wish we'd known earlier, all of the lessons and the mistakes that we've made along the way. You know, over our five years, we have definitely thrown a lot at the wall. Uh, Some stuck, some hasn't stuck. But what we've really tried to embody is this learning and growth mindset throughout the entire process. So one of the big lessons that we have learned and we advise anyone starting a business to really take on board and consider is if you're taking the leap into the business full-time, do your due diligence. It is a really, really big decision and it's not a decision that is um, kind of a trigger-happy decision, I guess. like It requires a lot of consideration and there's a few different facets that you need to really think about. The first thing to really consider is the financial side of that decision. So, if you're leaving a full-time job and the security of a salary, you really need to understand your numbers and be clear about how much money you have in the bank to be able to live on, how long that's going to last you, and at what point in the process do you either need to start drawing a salary from the business or finding other work? And also really importantly, what does the business need to be bringing in each month in order to pay yourself a living wage? And how are you planning on making that money? So this is a really important exercise. If you're not super clear on how to do it yourself, there's lots of people who can help, your accountant, a business coach, a fellow founder, but it's a really important thing to do to get clear on the numbers before you make that call um, so that you're going in with all the information and you have a plan. The second one is personal. How are you? Where are you at in your life right now? I think, you know, we've spoken at length uh, the, the challenges that come up when you are a founder. It's, it's, a, it's hard work. So you need to ask yourself, are you in the right mindset? Are you in the right headspace, heart space to take on these challenges to really have your life changed? It is a life-changing experience. So I would definitely tap into that. Are you ready to make the full-time leap in your life right now? Another thing to really consider is what's happening in the environment at the time. I think, you know, we made the decision to leap into our business full-time in 2019, six months before COVID. Who would have known? Could never have predicted. But, um, you know, it's important to just have your finger on the pulse in terms of what's going on. Is there an economic downturn? What's the market like? And, and really use that information to also feed into decision-making. And the fourth thing to consider is your support system. And this kind of comes off the back of, um, you know, your personal circumstances. But who do you have around you that you can rely on and that you can lean on during these tough times, especially as a founder? You need to have a really, really robust support system. And that may look like a partner, a friend, mentors, advisors. Um, Who in your network can you lean to and lean on um, while you're building your business? So the next lesson um, is an interesting one and we suggest in the early days saying yes a lot, saying yes more than you say no. But as you transition 
into the business and along the journey, one, two, three, four, five years in, there's a time when you start to need to say no more than you say yes. And it's it's a really interesting one because um, there's a lot of advice at the moment around saying no. It's a practice, you know, setting boundaries, protecting your time. And I think that's really, really important, especially when you're in the later stages. But in the beginning, saying yes to opportunities helps you build your network. It helps you find opportunities, learn what's right and what isn't right for you. And it helps you sort of build momentum. And so if you're in those early days, say yes to as much as you can. There'll be lots of dead ends. Like we had lots of dead ends, Mm. lots of things that we said yes to that didn't really go anywhere. But um, ultimately, it helped us really build momentum and build our brand in the early days. Yeah, it did. And I think you're right. I mean, in those early days, you also have a lot more energy. And so you have the energy to say yes and to pursue all those opportunities. And as you said, you know, they don't always lead somewhere, but you will take something out of them. You will learn something. You may get a a door may open. You may find a new connection um, and new networking opportunities. So definitely say yes. And, you know, we advise um, to ask yourself at the moment, where are you at in your business? And are you practicing saying yes? And are you maximizing every opportunity? The third lesson or the thing to be aware of when you're starting your business is to make sure that you stay aligned to your values. And we have spoken at length about this with our podcast guests and between ourselves. We do a lot of value-based work and you know, we both really have an understanding of our own personal values, but also the values of the business. If you're working and you're operating every day and they are misaligned to your values, it's going to be really difficult as you progress further down the track. We like to say that, you know, on a, on a bad day when you wake up in the morning, the one thing that's going to get you out of bed are, you know, those values um, and what really lights you up. Definitely understand your values first and stay aligned to them. And I think it's really interesting if you're not necessarily someone who's um, well-versed in this sort of value space, I think the first thing is actually figuring out what your values are. You know, I think a lot of the time we can, you know, talk about the importance of values and it, it is really important, but sometimes it's like there's work to be done to figure out what your values are to begin with so that you can actually explicitly Definitely. live them and and make decisions with them front of mind. Um, do you have any tools or suggestions in terms of how people can really drill down and understand their values? Yeah, it's a really great question. I think if you are just starting out exploring your values, there are a lot of online assessments that you can take and we'll pop pop those in the show notes. Um, The one that we love is the VIA Values in Action Character Strengths Assessment. And you can discover values such as, you know, love, love of learning, bravery, prudence. I mean, there are so many great strengths that are globally um, understood. So, start there. Another really great way to do it is to just ask, ask someone else, like, what do you see in me? Shoot off an email. Like when you think of me and when you think of the way I operate and show up every day, what do you admire? What do you value in me? Um, And perhaps you'll start to identify some of those, identify with some of those values that other people see in you. So I think that's also a really another, uh, another easy way to understand your own values. Um, And then journaling, you know, journaling or perhaps, you know, just meditating or or carving out time and space to think about this. A lot of people say, trust your gut. 
And I actually think what that means is understand your values and make a decision based off of your values, which really is trusting your gut. When you make a decision that's based off of your values and your gut instinct, you can't go wrong. You know, even if you make a decision based off of that and it doesn't quite work out, um, I think there's integrity in that. There's integrity in those decisions that you've made based off of what you believe in and what you value. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant piece of advice. The next one can be quite a trap. We all come across problems and we know that problems can drain our energy and then they can also hold the business back. So what we would say is to make sure you set a very short deadline to solve every problem. I remember we spoke to Hannah Spilver on the podcast. She is the founder of Lovely, which is a floral and gift delivery business. And the problem that they were facing at the time was how can we turn our five-day-a-week business into a seven-day-a-week business? Now, that does come with a lot of challenges when you're starting to operate on a weekend when everyone wants to have time off and enjoy themselves. <laughs> um, but they decided that they only had a very short space of time to figure this one out. Well, I think she gave herself one week to come up with that plan. And she, so it's like, you know, did. changing your business from a five-day a week to a fully functional, fully operational seven-day a week is a big strategic shift. It's a big change. And you could probably spend three months coming up with a plan, but she came up with the plan in one week, they executed it, and then they just moved forward. So I think we often get caught up in this like decision fatigue in this cycle of overthinking. And I remember Puno from I Love Creatives said, (laughs) she's like, in the beginning, when I started out, overthinking was my crutch. Like, I didn't spend 20 hours a day working, but I spent 20 hours a day overthinking and emotionally going back and forth on decisions in my head, which is incredibly energetically draining. And I think, you know, we sometimes make these decisions bigger than they are. I think if if Hannah and her business, which, you know, is a multi-million dollar business, was able to change their business model and come up with a plan in a week, you know, you can make plans and decisions more quickly than you think you can. And, you know, then you move forward and you iterate and you learn. So I think it's a great example. It's harder to do in practice. I think one of the things that is really helpful, especially if you're a solo founder or a really small team, is to find someone external that can hold you accountable, whether that's a coach, whether that's a mentor, but, you know, finding someone who can hold you accountable to those short deadlines, super helpful in order to kind of, um, to see this through. So the fifth lesson and the fifth thing to be aware of when you're starting your own business is be bold and be brave. We love this quote by Catherine Hepburn, which is, if you obey all the rules, you miss all the fun. And we've had a lot of guests that have really lent into this and they have definitely broken down barriers and and broken, literally broken the law. (laughs) Yeah, literally broken the law. I mean, you know, CJ Hendry, artist, completely disrupted the way that, you know, the art world operates, doesn't show in a gallery, sells direct to consumer online, um, you know, drops free art all around the city and breaks the law getting into places. Like she's just absolutely crazy, but she has so, so much fun doing it. And that really shows Mm. being bold and being brave and being courageous is sort of part and parcel of the journey. And, you know, you Mm. are as a business owner and a founder, you're in a really unique position to be able to make those really bold calls and and take some of those risks and, um, you know, leaning into that is just so important, especially in the early days when the stakes are not as high, when you don't necessarily have a team of people, when you don't necessarily have infrastructure or um, equipment or um, customers even, you know, 
being really bold and brave and taking some of those big risks, you just got to get out in there and do it. But really ask yourself the question, like, how can I play bigger? How can I play bigger? How can I make bigger decisions, more bold decisions, more courageous decisions? How can I like mix things up a little bit? And, uh, you know, you will only see a positive payoff. Whether the decision was the right one or not, um, you'll learn something really amazing in the process. So be brave. Love it. So they are our five lessons, the five things to look out for when you are starting your business. We hope that they have been helpful. Feel free to reach out and have a chat to us. We are here. If you've got questions, um, slide into the DMs. We'd also love for you to share this episode with someone that you think would benefit greatly from hearing our lessons and all of our other interviews. I think we're about to hit 100 episodes, which is huge. If you've loved this episode, Don't forget to follow us on Apple and Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can always learn more about us and our offerings at ladybrains.com.